Welcome to the Fear and Greed Business News Afternoon Report for Monday, the 26th of February, 2024. I'm Sean Aylmer. Every afternoon, we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one, the S&P ASX 200 closed up slightly today to 7,652 points. CSL jumped 2%, while Commonwealth Bank, West Farmers and Macquarie all rose more than 1%. WiseTech Global and Aristocrat Leisure also did well. The big miners, though, BHP, Fortescue Metals Group and Rio Tinto all dropped, while the energy stocks, Woodside and Santos, were among the worst of the large caps. Not a lot going on in commodity markets. Oil prices fell 3% last week. That dragged those energy companies down. What happens in oil markets is very much based on what investors think will happen to US interest rates. The consensus seems to be a delay in rate cuts in the world's biggest economy. Iron ore, a commodity particularly important to Australia, is still trading around November lows, hence the falls in BHP, Fortescue and Rio today, though it does seem to have found a bottom just below the 125 US dollars a tonne mark. Story number two, here's a story worth a mention. Blackstone Chief Executive Steve Schwartzman took home 897 million US dollars last year. 897 million US dollars. That's about 1.37 billion Aussie. And it was a 30% drop from a year earlier. Still, it was one of the biggest payouts ever. The 77-year-old collected about $770 million in dividends from his 20% stake in the alternative asset management. Top it up with another 120 million or so. Almost 900 million US dollars. It's a lot of money for one person. Story number three, insurance and banking group Suncorp reported a 14% jump in cash earnings on the back of much higher premiums paid by customers. But the bad news, especially for ANZ, which is about to buy the banking business of that company, is that profits fell outside the insurance business. The insurance business is benefiting from more customers across the home and motor portfolios, paying higher premiums across the group's different brands, which includes Amy, GIO, Bingo, and Vera. The result was helped by relatively benign weather conditions in the six months to the end of December, with claims from natural catastrophes sitting at $112 million below its allowance. In the banking business, profits were down 25%. And the all-important net interest margin, the difference between what a bank pays on deposits and receives on loans, fell appreciably. It also said there was an increase in loans more than 90 days past due. Last week, the Australian Competition Tribunal overturned the competition regulator's decision and allowed ANZ to proceed with its $4.9 billion bid for Suncorp. Suncorp's share price today jumped 3.5%. Story number four, so many results today. Let's try and get through a few of them. Bedding and Furniture Group Adair said sales were down 10%, pushing profits lower. A few things behind the decline, lower customer traffic, inconsistent stock availability and disappointing fashion bed linen season. But the outlook was much more positive and the group's share price jumped 15% today. Non-bank lender Liberty said profit was down 34% for the December half with a reduction in profit margins and a jump in provisions for bad loans. Online retailer Kogan.com reinstated this dividend after finally returning to profitability in the December half, although revenue was down. Its share price rose 24%. Online retailer Adore Beauty said sales growth accelerated at the start of the new half, sending its shares up 10% today. Falling rare earths prices, thanks to the construction downturn in China, triggered a 74% collapse in Linus rare earths profit for the December half. NIB said growing membership in its local resident health insurance business helped its half-year net profit jump 20%. And finally, Queensland Cold Export Terminal Dalrymple Bay Infrastructure delivered a 7% rise in profit on the back of higher fees charged to customers. As I mentioned, plenty of profits today.
And story number five, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky said his country has lost 31,000 soldiers since Russia's full-scale invasion started two years ago, as he stressed that a decision from the US Congress on 60 billion US dollars in aid was needed within a month. Mr. Zelensky said Ukraine has a clear plan for 2024, while making a claim that part of its 2023 battle strategy had been leaked to Russia according to Bloomberg. With the war now in its third year, Russia has gained fresh momentum, exploiting Kiev's deficit of ammunition and shortage of troops. That's it for the afternoon report for Monday, the 26th of February, 2024. Michael Thompson and I will be back tomorrow morning with a Tuesday edition of Fear and Greed Business News. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your evening.